All right. <laughs> Here we there are. we go. All right. Now I'm ready. What are the bad flavors of Jolly Ranchers? Okay, in this particular bag. Yeah. Because obviously they come in different assortments. In this particular bag, the bad flavors are green apple. No! no! It's the best flavor! It's, it's, stop it. It's terrible. It's trash. It's the best one! It's, it's really not. And then, uh, uh blue raspberry. Oh, right, no, blue okay. raspberry. Look, 1993, you tried. Exactly. You, you can fuck right off. Right. Yes. <laughs> You're right. not convincing a anyone lesser... a blue raspberry is real. <laughs> to a, le- like, it's a slurpy flavor, and that's it. Okay. Yeah, okay. And then, to a lesser extent, watermelon. Wow. See, watermelon, watermelon Just, These are both takes apple. that we're having. Yeah. I, can t- I mean, I can take or leave watermelon. It's not my favorite. It's not, but if it's there, I'm like, yeah, watermelon. Sometimes that's refreshing. Sometimes I enjoy. Do, a watermelon. Do you sprinkle a few of the watermelon back in the bag just to mix it up a little bit, or do you oh, leave those separate? No. So what I've done now is I've divided out the cherry and the grape. Okay. So they're they right, gra- the- grape is S tier. Grape is S tier. Exa- yes, yeah. exactly. A cherry. They, I think they've actually changed the formula on. It's oh, not yeah. as good as it. Like I feel like, uh, so they've gone into my uh, Persona Five Strikers box. <laughs> but so what I have here <laughs> in the fucking Strikers box is a Persona Five Strikers wooden bento box. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, in which I now keep my my the good flavors of Jolly Ranchers so that I can grab them. Anytime I want, and then the rest have gone back in the back. That's fucking great. That's so. That's such a good use so, of limited edition merch. Do you? So okay. So what do you do with the bad flavors? Does just Russ eat them, or do you just oh, no. throw them out, no, just, or no, whip them at children? Uh, well, now I just hurl them at squirrels. No. Um, <laughs> well, I, I guess I'm sending the green apple ones to Anthony. Oh, apparently, dude, green apple. The green apple is. Like that's triple S. That's like you, no! you learn how to yeah, yeah! Dude, best yeah! of the best. Straight up. Wait, <laughs> Dave. What's the name of the guy who's the star of Best of the Best? Fucking. He's. Oh um, god. I have a shit. Fuck. He's a. He's he's like one of the crime lords in Batman and Dark Knight. Was um, Treat Williams in that movie? Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts. Yes. Okay. There are a lot of people in that movie. Julia yeah. Roberts' brother, Eric. Yes. Is no. Eric Roberts isn't actually Julia Roberts' brother. Yeah, he is. Fuck off, reality. He was also in a movie called A Talking Cat. <laughs> Question mark. I I have had a low key crush on him since the Pope of Greenwich Village. There you go. Yeah. No. I mean, he's he's good looking kid guy. I for. You know how you no, fit- no, 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 no. He one hundred percent looks like the guy that you are head over heels for for about like a day. eight, ten weeks, something like that, and then he cheats on you with your best friend. Yeah, you get it out of your system. Yeah. Uh, he he has a line in The Dark Knight when Harvey Dent like goes nuts and is two faced mm. and. Uh, he's like threatening him in the car and you know how like with a group of friends you get obsessed with a a a throwaway line like it's not even a thing that you can effectively quote in any context it just doesn't make any sense but you say it to each other constantly he leans over and eric roberts does the most fucking bizarre line reading in any of those batman movies and he just goes it was ramirez (laughs) 
<laughs> and my buddy Dan and I, like, I le- like we were at my wedding, and he leaned over to me in the middle, like, in the middle of like posing for photos, and was just like, "It was Wimbus." <laughs> That's all I can think of. Were those Eric movies Roberts. actually good, or were, no. were we all just like, never, like, <laughs> like the fact that someone like made the middle a, one's good, like took a superhero movie seriously? No, the, the middle, the middle. Okay, they're all beautiful. Yes, yes, they're all beautiful. The middle one is genuinely good. Yeah, Heath Ledger. Would it great. be without Heath Ledger? That's a question for another sure. podcast. Yeah, yeah. Different, different show. The, the the like individual pieces of each one are very good. Yeah, yeah. right. Like like uh, Cillian Murphy is oh, the third one. Oh, so good. Come so good. on. Yeah. When he's when he's the judge and it's oh come on stop yeah. it. It's so good. It's so good. Most everything else in that third movie trash. I see. I love. I love them. You are no fear. Okay, well that is that is a treasure if only because it inspired the Harley Quinn cartoon character. That's true. That's true. And like God, oh, oh there was credit cards rubbing. There was going to be a spectacle. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I could I could listen to that. Your body will seize without fiber. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh uh, God, I love it. I don't know if you've watched it recently, but there are moments of that third movie where, like, you really get the sense that they were brushing up against that hard R rating and then had to make some quick adjustments. Because remember that scene? Oh, wait, no, was it the... I'm trying to remember. Was it the second one or the third one? It might have just been the second one where they put... Uh, the guy on the stack of money, and they're just dousing it in gasoline. That's true. That's, okay. oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, like, it cut. Like, they light it on fire, but like, it cuts away. Like, it, like, like the guy disappears. Like, they just completely. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Like, I feel like there was supposed to be more here, but you didn't want to get that R rating. Yeah, I like those movies. Are I was watching um, Inception not long ago, mm. and I was like wait a second is chris nolan just ed wood if ed wood had an endless bank account and like worked worked with the most hear me out worked with like the most talented people at like the top of their game i mean he is the the consummate like college film student Given right. unlimited money, like th- no, excuse me, that's Quentin Tarantino. Thing. Oh yes, yeah. Well, no, well I mean, it, it's it, like you go back to Memento, and like the whole concept is like, what if the whole movie's in reverse, man? And like, et, like you learn everyone's like really shitty to him, and and like, like watching it then, you're like, oh, this is a revelation, and now it's just like, like how is this any like? It's just more well made than like the Boondock Saints. You know, <laughs> but here's like like when I say Ed Wood, I don't mean like like this like laughably incompetent. I mean like he decides to make things that are fundamentally preposterous. Yes, like oh well, that's true. Right, like Inception is preposterous. Interstellar, I, like they I seem so grand, and you're like, if I reduce this down, and that's why that's why. All right. Oh boy! I almost feel like I should have saved this take for like the actual show one day. The Dark, the Dark Knight Rises is my favorite of them. 
I loved that third movie <laughs> because okay. it it just so willfully goes fucking so off the rails there is no tonal consistency it's like what if we got the guy from the state who fucking wrote uh <laughs> night at the museum to be a doctor for five minutes let's like let's go nuts and i like that feeling i like that it's like let's blow up a football stadium and see where this goes <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh <clears throat> but it is it is probably the one that is most up its own ass too um, I mean, yeah, that's all, that's like that's Nolan's whole thing, though. That's it's his just, whole thing. Yeah, yeah, it's just that he's given more and more creative liberty to do that. I remember reading an interview with Nolan where he was talking about Inception and like the his inspiration behind it was like, I wanted to make a movie with rules like The Matrix. <laughs> that's a great we're, answer. We're just like the the whole thing was just like him like coming up with the concept and saying like okay well here's the logical way that like everything has to work for this dream world to make physical sense, and then I feel like he went too far in that direction <laughs> because pro- okay so here's part of the problem. My dude is is a very intelligent man. Yes, yes. totally. And he thinks everybody else is that intelligent. <laughs> and they're not. They're not. But like <laughs> and the reaction of like like college bros everywhere is like, yo, dude, it's just like so deep. It's so fucking deep. And Christopher Nolan's like, nah, I'm just trying to like make pulp, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, like if you I okay, if I Again, I am not an unintelligent person. I am not an uneducated person. If I have to sit, pause, and start using objects within reach to try and understand what's <laughs> happening in Tenet. Okay, wait. So if the car is moving forward in time this way, but then the same car, if you look at it going backwards, and if, if it's going in reverse, then at this point, if I have to do that, you have fundamentally failed as a storyteller. Do, you know, do you know why I haven't watched Tenet? I saw the trailer for Tenet and I was like, shut it down. Chris Nolan went full Remedy Entertainment. Shut it down. He's trying to make... Nope. It's... Nope. <laughs> no. You're trying to make... Sir, I will not watch your... What was the fucking thing he made after... They made after Alan Wake? Um, with Iceman? And The Hobbit? Oh! oh uh, uh, Quantum uh, with the Break? break? Um, Quantum, Quantum Break, break. Yeah. Quantum yeah. Break. Like, nope. Fuck you, Chris Nolan. I'm not... Yeah. I already watched the tie-in episodes of Quantum Break. <laughs> Like, Tenet... Uh, here, here's what's so frustrating. Again, shot beautifully. The acting is exceptional. Mm-hmm. And then the entire time, you're, like, staring at the screen, <laughs> willing the events to make sense in your brain. You're like, I know if I just think hard enough, yeah. I will begin to understand what's it. Oh, hi, Robert Pattinson. How you doing? Oh, you're cute. Okay, so if I just... Squint. It's uh, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. You know what? Uh, on that note, Bill, market. We're at eleven minutes and thirty seconds. <laughs> all of this is too good. It's all in the show. Everybody oh. gets. Everybody gets the pre-show this week. Let's fucking let's get in. Let's get into the show. Let's talk about video games. Let's talk about video games. Let's uh, everything. Who? Let's talk who about cares? all the things. Let's talk right. about. The, it. Also, the best flavor is pineapple lifesavers. 
Ooh, whoa, holy, I'm fucking yeah. glad that's in the show. No, I'm that's, glad that's, everybody needs to hear that that's shit. A, no, that's accurate. She's right. Yeah. You know what? I'm like, I'm just going to like, before we move on, Cherry in all candies is fucking overrated. Cherry no, Starburst, Cherry's Jolly Ranchers, well, fuck the well, Cherry. Well, hold, hold, hold. Strawberry on Starburst. Oh, God, no, <laughs> Jesus. Oh. <laughs> What's oh, wrong with praise you? Praise be! Praise be! Amen! Amen! Ah. Strawberry Starburst! The, the problem with cherry is that you have to get it right, otherwise it tastes like cough syrup. That's absolutely true, yes. And it's it's a hard balance to strike. Yo, yeah. alright, quick quick story about cherry, cherry Starburst. Uh, buddies of mine uh, at summer camp when we were 12 realized like wow cherry starburst you chew it up like just indistinguishable from blood and <laughs> oh jesus okay as 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 what? our <laughs> yep we're like just no. like, chew them up take it out of your mouth indistinguishable from blood uh because it's got that bright red like oxygenated blood. it's <laughs> true it, you're not wrong and so uh, at the exact same moment, my friend Ari and I realized that our counselor came in and was like, "Oh fuck! Everybody in the cabin has to write a letter home. We have to write a letter home." Ari had a Polaroid camera. Oh no! Oh boy! And so we decided <laughs> we decided <laughs> to send letters home oh, to our respective parents that just said. All the paper said was things went wrong. <laughs> and so we took pictures of ourselves. What we would do to dry our like swimming towels was we would throw them over the rafters in our bunk. So we were taking pictures of ourselves swinging from the towel in the rafters and it was like an action shot like yay like doing the spider-man hand and like swinging a hockey stick in midair and then taking a second shot of us like sort of losing grip like and then on the ground with just chewed up starburst like coming out of our ears coming out of our mouths coming out of our nose just like full bore like that is a dead child so we <laughs> we took it's up like a whole thing of Polaroid film. You just everybody in the cabin took a turn. You write a little note. Things went wrong. <laughs> you. I, I appreciate the dedication to the bit. I do. It's good. Follow you are. You are gonna reap that yeah. at some point as a parent. I'm just letting you know. You know, I deserve it. I you deserve do. it. I deserve okay. It. All right. All right. I guess we should do do a sync clap. Sure. Sync clap. Yeah. All right. Three. Two, one. Mojo hand healing power like bang snap. I rebuke these snitches. We know the truth. You can't confuse me, bitches. Great name, greater than all your riches. Strong magic that bust all your wishes. Continue podcast. Episode 122 of the Continue Podcast. Welcome back. You, I hope you guys fucking liked us talking about Chris Nolan, because that guy made Interstellar. Who, who fucking complains about Interstellar? Oh, the magic of love is what powers the universe i what do yeah the, the movie sucked on ice it, it was a <laughs> I, I'm, okay, I'm 
okay with it until it gets yeah. to the whole. It was the power of love. I think it has a really cool robot. That movie, I think, cool. was originally supposed to be made by Spielberg first, and then oh, Nolan yeah. took over. And mm. I think that explains a lot. It, it does, does actually. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was. I. I liked it. I like. I like. I just. In. You, you can't just go hard sci-fi, hard sci-fi, hard sci-fi. Yep, the power yep. of love. You can't exactly. do that. You, you can't do that. do that. You can't. You can't. Like, David Bowie can do that. But, like, well, uh, no okay, one fine. else. You have a to, mortal person cannot do yeah, that. You but David to, Bowie could. You have to, you have to seed it. You cannot, yeah. you cannot be the clinical, detached Kubrick type Mm-mm. and then go, it was love all along. Yeah, <laughs> like, this whole bit of the movie where you have to understand... That taking a slight detour has resulted in like decades yeah. going by. You can't do that, and then like it was the power of love. Yeah, and then <laughs> you can't do that. Huey Lewis kicks in, and Marty <laughs> McFly skateboards. Yeah, kickflip. All right, here, here's uh, so introductions, everybody. My name is Anthony John Agnello. If I were a Chris Nolan movie, I think it's very clear I'd be the prestige. Uh, <laughs> that's a very bold assumption. It is a pretty bold yeah, I was assumption. Say, that's just mm. like that's that's. I guess I'm feeling confident. Um, I'm gonna say if Dave Roberts, the Dave, we have staff Roberts, Dave Roberts. I would say if Dave, if you were a Chris Nolan movie, I would give you Batman Begins. You know why? Because you know the scene before Christian Bale throws everybody out of the party. And he's like, no, wait, let me finish. All of you. <laughs> Sycophantic. <laughs> I feel like that's 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 Dave Roberts at like a high society party. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Yeah. Love that energy. Uh Dave, what would you name is your what's your self-chosen uh Chris Nolan movie spirit animal? I don't know. I have to you think You're, you're dropping this on me. I have to think about it. it. Go to Susan. Su- we got Susan Art. Susan, how are you? Um, hi. Hello. Oh, Bonjour. I, yeah. Hi. It, I felt a breeze today, like an actual breeze, and it didn't feel like the hot breath of death for the first time in a long time. That was nice. Susan, I would say that your <laughs> your your Chris Nolan spirit animal is one hundred percent Dark Knight. And I mean that in like the most satisfying way in the world, because I think of the moment when Morgan Freeman's like, now, (laughs) what you're going to do is tell me that the man who uses his impossible wealth to dress like a monster and beat the shit out of people is who you're going to blackmail. And I just think of that smile he makes immediately after. I was like, "That's big Susan yeah. Art energy, like right there." Good luck. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I was like, I was like, hmm, but yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm I, I can't argue with that one. I'm yeah. looking through the IMDb right now to see which one I would pick for myself. Uh, and I think honestly, I would go with Inception. Oh, all right. I see that. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. I'm going with Inception because it seems convoluted and 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 up its ass but really if you just take a minute to think it through yeah pretty cool yeah and i i I pick inception because i think that that movie is best enjoyed when you rely solely on vibes instead of plot just let it Wash over you. Just let it just let it happen and you're like i don't yeah where what level of the dream it doesn't matter 
<laughs> just 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 watch it and enjoy. I mean, I chose the prestige because I paid David Bowie to make me a machine that just piles up my corpses in the backyard. It's just a pile of. So that is actually my favorite it's a, Christopher Nolan movie. It's his Dude, most interesting for by sure. Far. Yeah, I, the prestige. The prestige is like. Uh, 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 <laughs> if anything was ever going to end my marriage, it would be my it would be the prestige. It's like the the one thing that Kate and I have ever truly disagreed on. She's like the prestige is trash. It's horrible. What? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. In fact, it's the, yeah. It's the, it's the one Christopher Nolan movie that has anything that comes close to relatable human emotion. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. true. <laughs> it's 100% accurate. Uh, Relatable human emotion from people who are, like, impossibly inhuman. C- come to think of it, though, I don't think she's... I don't know if she's ever seen any of the other Chris Nolan movies at all, now that I think about it. She might have she seen Inception. Not a Dunkirk fan? No. no. <laughs> not a that, Dunkirk? <laughs> that movie is bad. Yo, I it's forgot. bad. It's not good. I legitimately thought Dunkirk didn't come out in my head for some reason. Dunkirk was like a movie that got delayed because of the pandemic. It came out on like Quibi or something. Yeah, and like everyone like, forgot that's, about it. Yeah, yeah that's remember Quibi. I was like, people watched Dunkirk. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to say one day that and Tenet, the shitty remedy entertainment. How, uh, what do you guys? How do you guys feel about that? That Oppenheimer. Oh yo, I'm Killian Murphy. In. Killian Murphy's back. I'm all I mean, Killian Murphy's in it, so I'll watch it. Yo, he's brilliant. So back in 2003, Killian Murphy spawned the the endless conversation uh, amongst me and my friends after 28 Days Later came out of mm. who can beat Jim, and the answer is nobody can fucking beat Jim. Jim is an unstoppable killing machine, but all his superpowers come from only when a woman he loves is in peril. That's it. That's the Jim lesson from 28 Days Later. So, like, if Jim has to defeat the entire Justice League, he could do it, but only if Batman threatened his surrogate daughter. So, Jim becomes unstoppable. No. <laughs> you just you keep saying Jim, and I don't know who you're talking that's about. Ki- that's Killian Murphy in 28 Days Later. No, the main character? He's the main character. Oh, his name's Get, Jim? Get a name? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I haven't watched the movie since it came out in the theater, so... Didn't it just come out? <laughs> And, and what I remember is Christopher Eccleston just, just eating just scenery. making a fucking meal of it the entire time. Just The answer to down. infection is here. Uh, I, I'm surprised. I thought you I thought you would be a 28 Days Later aficionado. That's not, that I, doesn't rank high? Very picky choosy about my zombie films, to Ooh. be perfectly honest. I lo- what I, the one thing I really love, I love two things about uh, 28 Days Later. One... It was the first time I ever saw Killian Murphy, and I was like, this is maybe the most beautiful man on the face of the earth. He's a very pretty boy in that movie. He's so pretty. Um, and just how... Be- they nailed Deserted London oh, yeah. so perfectly. Yeah. It's perfect. And then after that, it gets kind of eh, typical and boring and meh. But yeah, the, the opening of that movie so, is fun. So what, what if the real monster was man the whole time? Oh, that's a child. What wow, if florals <laughs> for spring groundbreaking? Yes, that's not that's not the worst shit that Alex Garland has ever made though. The worst shit Alex Garland has ever made is the beach. One thousand. I kind of like that okay, movie. Wait, wait, but but I 
absolutely wait no wait i'm thinking of the wrong thing wait which one is the beach the one no i'm, I'm thinking of the the beach one that uh m night oh, i was gonna say you're thinking no. of the one the beach that turns people old the movie yes, old but the core the core concept behind that is genius yeah i I'm, I, I still haven't seen it but yeah, i kind no, of you want to talk about the the modern ed wood I think it's yeah, M. Night. Yes, that's true. There, that's it. That's yes. Accurate. He got lucky once. And then after that, it's just been like, ooh, ah, ee, you're, ooh. They you're keep talk, giving you're him money. how awesome Siggins is, right? That Siggins, Siggins. he made. Yeah, well, the happening, <laughs> but yeah. No! The trees are alive! <laughs> but here's the thing. I, I give it to Mark Wahlberg, who knew the script was crap. Oh. <laughs> but took, he's like, who's ever going to ask me to play a scientist in a film? Huh? So he, that, and really, that's why he's in that film. And you know what? I don't blame him. I would have done the same thing. Let's let's get. Uh, I feel I feel like we're all still feeling the salt. I feel like we're all salty. Yeah. So let's get the salt portion uh, right out of the way up top on this episode yep. of Continue Podcast. Susan Arndt. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is a cat game motherfucker i played the cat game i stopped yeah. playing the cat game and at first yeah. i couldn't identify why i stopped playing the cat game but i think you figured it out so tell everybody about the cat game we've we dave have you played the cat game did you play no i was i was waiting for a coupon to be mm. active on a website that would give me a reasonable discount on the cat game for my steam deck they never got the game. Oh. The coupon expired. They still don't have the game. Oh wow! We can save you. We can save you a discounted and then, yeah. expenditure here. And then the more that I hear about the cat game, the more that I think that maybe the cat game people only like it because you play as the cat in the cat game. One hundred percent. Yes, that's it right there. Yes, 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 yes. Yep. So, so I saved me thirty dollars. Thank when you. When we when we talked about this on the last episode. Yeah. I had said we almost don't need to talk about this game because we covered it at the beginning. Like nobody, nobody would ever talk about this if it wasn't the cat. And yep. like the cat is great. Like the cat is amazing. But Susan, talk, I want to hear about your experience with Stray. <laughs> Let's talk about Stray. Let's I'm I'm so angry about about this game and everything that surrounds it. I am I'm angry. <laughs> I'm just pissed. So, first of all, first thing you need to know about Kitty with a Backpack, aka Stray. No one would give a fuck about this game if you weren't a cat. No. Nope. But you're a cat. <laughs> I'm in. And here's so here's here's the thing. So oh, okay, so the game starts uh, you are a cat hanging with your three cat pals, just being a cat, doing cat things, feeling cat vibes, and you're wandering around uh, uh, a clearly industrial area, like you're climbing on pipes and stuff, but it's all overgrown, uh, you know, clearly abandoned, dilapidated so far. Okay, you're hanging out, boop, 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 oh no, you fell, ah! And you fall, 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 and you fall into a, a place you've never seen before, and you end up in a town populated by robots. Really charming. Look like they have Apple IIe's for heads. This is how th these little robots are. They're just freaking wonderful. It's a very Sierra Games town. Like it, it is very Sierra it, Games it, town. The, the whole thing has a very, uh, you know, if, if all of a sudden, um, oh gosh, uh, 
Roberta Williams was that yeah. her name? Uh, yeah, King's Quest, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. If if Roberta Williams came back in 2022 to make a new adventure game and it had but, deep 2022 aesthetics, this town with its musicians and the guard. Anyway, I'm sorry to derail yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So the the this section it's the it's the opening. I don't know how long, but the, it's the it's a it's a it's a big section of the game, and it is all exploration and puzzle solving and it you're a cat so you can only do so much and everything is designed around that and so it's about figuring out how to get up to a window that's really high up okay you got to jump from this to that to that and then you walk across this little ledge and then you do do and it's knocking stuff off shelves and and it's wonderful Mm -hmm. it's really wonderful so the puzzles are, you know, the exploration and, and getting the story and, and starting to understand what this world is and, and the, they're not people, they're robots uh, in it and what they want is all really great. I love the environment. I love the story. I love all of that. Uh, at some point, there was a catastrophe. The city was walled up and no one was allowed to go outside anymore. And these robots were originally created to be helpers for humans, but over the many, many years, they have evolved to mimic humans and do human things like play music and uh, you know take care of plants. And they're all kind of pretending to be like they don't think they're human, but they're they're aping that behavior. And they want to go outside, but everybody who tries to find the way outside doesn't come back. They're but like they're like, hey, you're little and you're fast and maybe you can find out what happened and you can find the way outside. And the way outside also happens to be where your little cat friends are. So it's like, hey, I'm in. Cool. Fabulous. First thing you need to do, this one guy that you need need something from well his dad who's a scientist he went to try to find a way outside and he never came back he's like hey i want to go try and find my dad will you help me and you do the two of you set off together but really fast these little monsters called zerks which are like head crabs come at you and he's like oh i'm not fast enough to get away from them you're going to have to go on by yourself so now you have to go through this next section of the game. Oh, this is the combat portion. Yeah. Cool. Here's <laughs> the problem with this. <laughs> so, okay. So you're, you're a cat. You can't do much. You can jump, right? Most the whole, the whole previous part of the game that you've played is all about, okay, if I jump to, if I jump to the chair, to the table, to the kitchen counter, to the top of the fridge, I can get out the window and then go along the ledge. And that is the entire first portion of the game. You cannot jump to get away from these things that are chasing you. (laughs) Why? Because you can only jump when you are prompted to jump. And the prompt only shows up if you are in the right place, looking the right way, uh, looking at the right thing. Mm -hmm. What? Yep. So you have to basically just run and dodge. There's no dodge mechanic, mind you. You're just running where the monsters aren't. You will die doing this several times before you even figure out what is happening. You can't. You can't back. Th- these things will jump onto you and start uh, leeching onto you like ticks. 
Yeah. And, and it doesn't take it, ta- it doesn't take very long. You die pretty no, fast. You die pretty you die fast. Pretty fast. Uh, and you can't bat them away with your paws. You can't jump. All you can do is run. That's it. That's it. Then you finally find the scientist, and he gives you a gun. All right. So it's a video game now. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. It's, that's exactly it. They made it into a fucking video game. They had something interesting and different and fresh, and they went, oh, we can't have that, and they made it into a goddamn video game. You know the and gif? it really pisses me off. The, gi- the gif that people use of, like, Seinfeld standing up in the theater where he's like, mm, no, no, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> That was I played I played up to the moment where the scientist quips you with the gun and I got back to town and reunited the father and son and was like well I I feel like they're going to kick me out of the town now <laughs> and I don't want well, that. So after that you go through the sewers. Oh great. Y- yeah, because of course. And you and and so these monsters that are like ticks they lay eggs and when you get close to the eggs the eggs hatch and so you have a bunch of these things coming at you so the the technique of getting through the next section is you have to corral and of course the gun overheats so you have to corral a bunch of them into one space kill them all at once wait for the gun to cool down lather rinse repeat until you make it to the end of the stage it is tedious and uninspired and also not why i play the goddamn cat game Mm. then you get to the end of the level and the gun is destroyed you will never use the gun again cool so you've made it to midtown basically you start in the slums and you are climbing all the way up a huge tower that is your progress through the game midtown is midway you get you get to you walk through Midtown, and uh, your little robot companion. You have a tiny, tiny little floating robot pal named B12, and B12 translates for you when you talk to robots, and he's the one who like picks up keys for you because you're a cat. Something he B12 learns something that makes him very, very sad. So when you walk into Midtown, he's like, you know what? I can't translate for you right now. Mm-hmm. So on your way up to the top of Midtown, because Midtown is basically a treehouse, three or four levels high, and you are looking for the person at the top of it, you cannot talk to any of the robots that you meet on your way up. (laughs) You get to the top, you talk to the person you need to talk to, and they say, oh, cool. All right, well, you're going to want to keep going up. So you can do that. Here's the ladder for it right here. Or you can go back down and talk to the other people if you want to. Whatever. It's up to you. It it kind of feels. You you ever play a game where it really does feel like it was designed linearly, rather than Mm. like there was like a complete plan. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like it was just like we're we're just gonna make this in the exact sequence in which it needs to play out, and you realize that the beginning was the only one part that was like truly perfect and thought yes. out. Yes. I call this alien isolation syndrome. A lot yeah. of indie games have this problem. A lot of indie games have this well, problem. That's mm-hmm. Because I bet a lot of it is like that's the thing that they send to like shows and yeah. like demos. Yeah. Like you, when you go to PAX, that's the part that people play. Right. And so it's the one that gets the most attention. 
Right. Yeah. Um, this very much feels like that because yeah. I I went back down and I, I did talk to all of the robots, which here's another. Mm. <laughs> so there are side quests. For example, in Midtown, there is a, a gardener robot and she's she's raising flowers and she's uh she wants you to get her three different color flowers uh yellow purple and red and you will explore around the area and you bring these flowers to her if you bring them all to her she gives you a badge would you like to know what the badge does i don't know (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah i got it but there's nowhere to look at it there's nowhere nothing no, I think I think it's on my little kitty backpack. I think the side quests. I don't are know because you can't like zoom in. I don't know what's on it. I don't know if it did anything for me. So I is there? Like, I don't know how many there are to get. Yeah. Hmm. So there's not like equipable gear or anything nope. like that. No, no. You have nope. an inventory, and <laughs> you can like uh, show things to people to try to figure yes. them out. But yes. it's pretty. I mean, it's pretty indie game janky. I you know I really really enjoyed that first town like i really so like i really like that first yes town. yes and the opportunities it gives you for catness you know you do a bunch of cat shit yes. and it's delightful yes um and, and like pu- the puzzle solving especially environmental puzzle solving uh from a cat perspective is very novel like you have to go into you have to find a way into the apartments of these different robots that left to go to the surface to get information from each of them. And one of them was like devoted themselves to collecting books. So you're in this sort of dilapidated library and just trying to figure out how to navigate it as a cat. Very cool. But uh, you also like, I like, I found a note in the first town and it's in some kind of code, and they're like, oh, yeah, go yep. talk to this guy. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, it means go to this place. Now, in any other video game in history, you would go to the place that he told you to mm-hmm. go to, show them the things in your inventory, you know, like in King's Quest from fucking 1986, and it would, like, resolve the quest. <laughs> Instead, you go to the place the note says, and they're like, yeah, go talk to the guy you already talked to rinse repeat never figured out what to fucking do with that thing ever oh it's it's behind a picture the code is it's behind a picture yeah you go up again being a cat you see a picture and you go bat 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 with your little paw and it falls off and and there's the the safe code is there Uh uh-huh god fuck you stray (laughs) see i I love that because there's like there's some things that you will find like ways out or information uh, like a, a, a shade will be pulled down. And so if you go up like a cat and you do the thing cats oh, do yeah, with that. shades yeah. and you just and you pull your claws on it and you're like, that's hilarious and wonderful. There is- and there's virtually none of that Ugh. once you leave that opening area. Yeah. So there there is one sort of like challenge dungeony portion before you have to go find the guy who gives you the gun it's you have to go uh, ascend the, the tower to activate like the uh, mobile reception yeah and that's the Forgot moment about that yeah like where you where you don't have a weapon it's just avoiding these little head crabs 
And I remember playing through that and I was like, this doesn't feel as good as just exploring the town. But that feels pretty tightly designed. Like there's like mm-hmm. a clear solution in each little gantlet to figure out how to get around these things. And then it sends you to go get the gun and the scientist who made it. And it feels so half-baked. This is, this is the thing. Like, if you want to put in these little tick monsters, mm-hmm. fine. Because I did really like, okay, if I... if Because when you meow, they're drawn to it. So, okay, if I can figure out how to get them into this area and then quick nip out and close the gate and haha, and now I've solved that puzzle so they can't attack me, that for me fits with the original world. Sure. That fits the premise. Running around with a goddamn gun? <laughs> Fuck you. No! No! And then it's. Just... Did you go the distance? Did you finish? Oh, yeah. yeah. I finished it. I, I finished I finished the game. After you leave uh, Midtown, Midtown is uh, is baffling to me. <laughs> it's small, and the game itself suggests, meh, maybe just keep going. I don't know, you know? <laughs> and then you end up in a, in a, uh, at, at the top, and uh, where you meet uh, Clementine, who is, everybody trying to get to the outside is considered a rebel. Mm. Now sudden, now suddenly, it's a very half-life, fuck the police kind of situation. Oh what? Be- uh, oh yeah, yeah. Because there's cops walking around who won't let you go into certain areas, and they're looking for Clementine because she's an outsider. She wants to get outside. And nobody's allowed outside. So therefore, so they're taking robots, arresting them, and wiping their memories. This is not why I was playing this game. <laughs> This is not why I'm playing the fucking cat game. Right? Like, I like the original idea of something happened and 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 the, the city was closed off, but hey, the catastrophe is over and now everybody can go outside, but we just don't know how because we're only robots. I really love that. Yeah. And like, hey, I, we, know, we know now it's possible to get outside because you're from outside, mm. but we don't know what to do. Help us. You tiny cat. Why not? I love that. It also it also feels like um, you know a sort of lack of faith in your premise. Yeah. Like like oh shit, we should probably jam some more video game stuff in here. Or maybe yeah. like maybe it's a publisher thing. Maybe I mean like Annapurna. I imagine that I mean, yeah, they, that doesn't sound they like publish Annapurna. Neon White. Yeah. No. Which is like yeah a game for weirdos. But like yeah, I mean maybe could have been Sony. Because like like Sony's not publishing it, but they did a lot of co-marketing on Wait, this one. Here's, Where's all the video game beats in this? Um, <laughs> billionaire tyrant Jim Ryan. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> here's what, and, and I I am self-aware enough to admit this. A lot of what makes me angry about this is how much fucking press this got. Yeah. Oh yeah. From from mainstream media sources. And I and I get it, and it's not unfair for it to receive attention. Except there's other stuff that's so much more worthy than this because it dropped the ball so fucking hard. Yeah, <sighs> I, I mean that I that one I sympathize with because, in fairness to Stray, uh, it's fucking dead out there for games right now. It yeah. is yeah. dead, 
and it's unless, dead, and, and like so, Sony, like they made a big push with this one, going yeah. like, yeah, yeah. we're gonna yeah. show it multiple times during our yep. showcases. It's a PS5, like not yeah. a tentpole, but like they're treating it like one. Mm-hmm. And you know, people want those. They want those PS5 games. They want people them. video games at all. We talked yeah. about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. People just like want video Give games. Give us the games. And, and I think most people like look at something like Live Alive and Klonoa and are like fucking what <laughs> but yeah, like that's the big true. fancy cat game on the big fancy console yeah, big, big fancy box with the volumetric fog and ray yeah. traced lighting yeah and... i mean it's it's beautiful the animations are great the control is <laughs> you, at best you didn't even get into the stealth sections like you, oh the motherfucking <laughs> stealth like, section oh my like, god I heard you, uh, you were texting about that and i just like like <sighs> If it feels like it's like all of the things that you're telling me make it sound like a PS2 game, just like yeah, dressed up, you know, it, just that, that era where it's all like, it needs is a minecart level, honestly. <laughs> and it's got the sewer I, level. Where's that minecart yeah, exactly, level? This is what I'm saying. Give it, give it yeah. some lava and a minecart, and we can call it a day. Um, one thing I do. Okay, so 100. percent your enjoyment of this game is going to be influenced by how much you like cats. Mm. If you are a cat person and you just want to like go rub up against legs and purr because you can meow on command and you like you go and you go and and their little heart shows up on their little monitor faces and it's really cute and you can go nap on someone's tummy and you can make biscuits and do all the little things cat cats do and that's delightful and then you will enjoy the game. If you are looking for the game to fulfill the promise of the first area, it does not. Yeah. Not at all. So, oh, and also, by the way, the cat gets shot a lot. So there's that. Oh, what? By the cops? Yeah. Well, okay. So the the stealth section. So uh, you are with the rebel, uh, Clementine, and y- y'all get caught and so you but you're a cat and they're like you're like i'm just gonna walk out the jail door because it's just bars and I'm, <laughs> I'm a cat so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna do that but there are little flying robots with little lights to indicate the area that they are looking at and if you step into it then it's gonna turn red and if you don't hide fast enough they will shoot you and you will die mm, great mm. It's super. And then... Oh, God. <laughs> so you have to... So you have to... <sighs> get out of your cell. Find Clementine. Get her out of her cell. Then B12 has also been captured. But he's a robot, so he's not in a cell. He's in this force field motherfucking shit. Being guarded by a bunch of these sentinel robots, so you gotta turn off the power, and then you gotta go get them, and then you gotta all escape, and the, and it's just, it's just, it's it's just, I just want to be a cat. And then there's the ice level where you <laughs> slip on the ice. Oh, the lava level. Oh, oh boy. And then after all of that, after all that, right? You finally get to the control room. You get to the doors to get outside, but they're locked. Because whatever happened, uh, it happened and they sealed the city. To open the doors, 
To end the lockdown, it is some of the most anticlimactic shit I have encountered in a long, long, long time. Gotta finish the game. Gotta finish that game. Yeah, it, it is It is on par with Bioshock boss fights. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. Okay? That is what but we're looking at. That's, that's why I call it Alien Isolation Syndrome, though, because you play yeah. this a perfect, amazing game for eight hours in Alien Isolation. You you live the fantasy. You get that motherfucker out in airlock, and then it makes you play a ten hour. And then there's game. ten more hours yeah. of game left. Sucks. Yeah, that just sucks. And then you're like in a hole with uh, hey vape suckers and trying to unlock a door. <laughs> mm. That's man. Uh, I don't know. That's a bummer. I it it really is. It it is. I, I want for a lot of people have asked me this, so I want to clarify one thing. Okay, if you fail, you will the cat will get shot. Um, but it's basically kapow, game over, screen, and a, and a retry, because that people are worried that you're going to see the cat. You know, in, in, in no play. Tomb Raider death sequences with the no nothing God. nothing like that. In the very beginning of the game, after you fall the really long way and you land into what is the beginning of the first area, the cat is visibly in distress for like 20 seconds. Yeah. He's limping. He's falling over. It's like 20 seconds. You don't have to just, just keep going. You don't have to like heal the cat or anything. Cat shakes it off. It's it's fine. So if you just just kind of like close your eyes and just push forward, yeah. and then you'll be fine. It's it's. I mean, it's tricky to watch, but like, <laughs> uh, I when I started Stray, I was sitting next to my daughter, and I apologize if anyone saw this joke on Twitter all, already. But I looked at her, and I was like, "The more like they should have called it the Adventures of Milo and Flotus," and then it, <laughs> I got nothing. That pun went right over her head. But, you know, there's nothing as extreme as in a, a real animal movie like The Adventures of Milo yeah. and Otis, where you're like, ooh, man, they're being mean to real cats. Like, <laughs> it's not... Like, it's not that troubling. Uh, yeah, I guess, like, if you have PlayStation Plus... No. PlayStation Plus... Extra? Uh, it's the middle one. If you and have, above. Oh God. <laughs> and premium? <sighs> Not essential. Essential is the base one. <sighs> Jim Ryan. <laughs> I got the 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 middle because I already had PS Plus. So I upgraded to the middle tier. Um which has already paid for itself. Oh that's nice. So, there you go. Um Yeah. Just needlessly confusing. Uh, it is needlessly, needlessly confusing. It's terrible. But like, I guess, I, I guess, like, I would recommend if you lo- really like cats and you like inf- like old school adventure games, it's worth checking out the beginning, right? Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. Just once, once you get to the point where you're supposed to go look for the guy's dad, Don't. just stop playing. Just stop. Yeah, just stop playing. That's where I stopped, and I. I I enjoyed almost all of it, except for yeah. saving that guy's dad. Yeah, Ro- roleplay a cat and just ignore everyone. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just be a cat with Stray. Um, yeah, so I was going to come in and talk to you guys uh, about Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I've been playing it. Um, 
I have played quite a bit of it in the past couple of weeks. I've got like 15 hours on the clock at this point, which you guys know for me, that's... That's a lot for that's you. That's a lot Not for normal days. people, which is, but, you know. What, that's like one-tenth of that game compared to yeah. two-thirds like two, two yeah. of Live Alive. I, like, they stopped giving me a new system every 30 minutes. Like... <laughs> And now it's it's like a slow trickle. I'm only getting a new system to discover about every hour. And I I love it. I think in the future I'm going to have a lot to say about it. Um, I am very confused about the prevalence of pants. <laughs> a lot of pants. Everybody's like... Oh my god, they're actually dressed. What the everybody's heck? Everybody's wearing fucking clothes and shirts. Yeah, n- and n- Nintendo's horny on main phase is over, ra- they're I wrapping guess. It up. They're wrapping it up. It's a shame. Uh, I was very confused. I will say, if there's anybody who was avoiding this game because of the the raucous breast explosion that was Xenoblade Chronicles <laughs> 2. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's my favorite prog rock band. I was, I was going to go with Ska yeah. on that, but yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you got none of that here. You got none of that here. Um, instead... Uh, speaking of Twitter, somebody on Twitter actually sort of asked asked me to expound on something I said over there, uh, and we we talked about it over email. The three of us, we realized there 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 was some legs on this topic, so we're going to talk about it. Which is uh, a couple of days ago, uh, Warner Brothers Games put out a trailer for Gotham Knights, which I guess is the first game made by the people that made Arkham Origins nine fucking years ago (laughs) yeah once they finally finished patching that game up yeah they they started work on their next project after nine years after spending nine years trying to make it people uh capable of having a save game in arc origins and then finishing the wii u port the wii right oh god remember that oh god uh they're they're putting out this gotham knights game which is essentially a you know, side sequel sequel to Arkham Knight, the last Rocksteady game to come out way back in 2015. And the premise is you're the all the other Bat Family people. You're the Batgirl, you're Robin, you're Nightwing, and Red Hood. And not to like get into like the details of who all these characters are. It, Too late. It's, <laughs> we did it. Like, it. like your motivations for them, it doesn't matter. Yeah, um, comic books. This, yeah, the trailer starts and Red Hood, who's the edgiest of the edge edge lord, which Batman characters for the Arkham games is an accomplishment. Which it, yes, for for the wet meat aesthetic of the Arkham universe, uh, the Red Hood is is, is too extreme. Uh, two. That's a number two extreme. <laughs> But the trailer starts out, and I I still have a lot of affection for the for Arkham Asylum. I love Arkham Asylum. Uh, that's the good one, right? That's yes. the good one. That's the one that's a yeah. Metroid game, rather than a stupid fucking bad Assassin's Creed. Uh, yeah, with uh, everyone like I I played Arkham City last yep. year. Oh wow! Like Catwoman. Yeah, <laughs> is very much of a time in yeah. video games. That is a that is a polite way to put that. That's a yeah. hard 2011. It's a hard yeah. hard mid Xbox 360 PlayStation 3 era statement about everything. Like the the 
man, I tried to play Arkham Asylum last year, I uh, the remaster, when I got a PS5. And I just, like, I don't know why I blocked out the way Harley Quinn is depicted in that yeah, game. Yeah, dude. Where oh, she comes boy. out as, like, like... Uh, like a hot top like a radioactive hot topic bit a stripper and then gave yeah. her superpowers uh yeah it's fucking rough but so this trailer for gotham Knights starts and i'm i'm curious because I, I i don't know like i'm gonna follow that series no matter what and it's just the the red hood holding two pistols and just shooting people just <laughs> just straight up fucking shooting human beings and like like ooh cool he's batman's buddy he's the bad boy jason todd bang 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 and i turned it off after 30 seconds and i was like nah. no 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 thanks and but as i said no thanks i really had to interrogate why i'm saying no thanks and i'm having trouble with that because like my initial reaction is like I just can't after the last 20 years of real people being murdered with real guns there it is and a whole lot of people in the country I live in insisting that AR-15s are a thing that people should own which is fucking dumb yeah I look at that and I'm like I can't I can't and like I'm not saying that people shouldn't own guns blanket. I'm not saying that. It's not my belief. I don't think that an AR-15 has any other purpose but murder. But, um, you know, I I looked at this and I was like, God, I can't. I can't with the bang, 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 bang. But then I was like, but I still like violence in my stories. I like a good pretend violence. I like the catharsis of violence in tv shows i've been watching a lot of harley quinn speaking of batman there you go and i love it i love the cartoony outlandishness of uh violence in that show but even more so i like the frenetic thrill of a a projectile weapon in a video game i like seeing i like just if you boil it down the interaction of i have pressed a button that makes a thing make a sound and an object comes out of it that is pretend and impacts another object and makes another sound and the the something changes because of that is fun i like returnal i like shooting a bunch of monsters i find it deeply pleasurable i like the movies uh with john wick in them Mm -hmm. but all of these things i think are depicting things that are inhuman. They're inhuman. John Wick is a, a ridiculous cartoon fantasy land. There's, there's mm-hmm. no part of it that seems real, and the, the the movie tells you that things aren't real very, very, very quickly. There's, he's got magic gold, and he goes to a secret land. And I'm not saying that Gotham Knights is somehow like a bastion of hard realism. This isn't a fucking Lars von Trier picture uh, where Batman's people are are gunning people down. It's not what it is. But that moment reeked of reality to me. Mm, interesting. Okay. And. Just the just the, the the blind crass cruelty of it. The the dehumanization of it. 
but all of this all of this feels like a half half part of the truth because i like metal gear too i like metal not to bring we need our own acronym for this show not to bring up metal gear again (laughs) (laughs) but like you know i but i interrogate the way i play a game like metal gear or deus ex games where you are a human being holding a human being made gun and shooting human beings with it and i play those games by actively trying to avoid confrontation in any way i'm the stealth pacifist root guy there's a difference between that and contra there's a difference between that and sunset riders back on the super nintendo it's just different and I don't know necessarily why it's different, or it's that I am different, and that's why I perceive it as being different. And I think it's a little of all of the above. So I guess my question to you guys is, where, where is the change? Because you guys immediately, when I, when I brought this up to you, you were like, yeah, I want to pull on that thread. Why do you want to pull on that thread? Susan, why do you want to pull on that thread? Well, for me, I mean, okay. First of all, I put to you that the violence was not what pushed you out of that and enjoying that trailer. It was the lack of thought or creativity behind it. Mm. Mm. Because the thing, the reason why, like John Wick is a is a is a great example of this. John Wick is an extremely violent and lethal movie. A lot of people die in John Wick. A lot. The reason why it is palatable to the point of not just being palatable, but also actively cool versus something like a like a like a like a slasher flick. Army of two <laughs> is all about the thought behind it, mm-hmm. right? Like John Wick is beautifully orchestrated and stylized. It is meant to be ballet. Mm. It is meant to be beautiful, and skill is communicated through every. Like Wick, John Wick is otherworldly. He is, you know, inhuman in his ability to kill people and that is being communicated in the way in which it happens throughout the film. So it's not that just that someone is walking to a, or into a room and shooting a bunch of people. That is the end result of what happens. But the way that is communicated in the context of everything else conveys something other than just, I have made you dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotham Knights is aspiring to be more than I have made you dead but is not backing that up mm. with anything. Because don't get me wrong, there are times for, I'm going to just walk in a room and make everybody dead. Sure. Absolutely, 100%. Sure. There is a place and time for that. But that is, you know, it is the McNugget of violence, right? Like, you know exactly <laughs> what you're getting, and you want that experience, you get that experience, and you feel great about having had that experience. Gotham Knights is, uh, is aspiring to be something that it is not delivering. And I put it to you that that is why you were pushed out of it, not that it's certainly AR-15s are happening all over the country. Yeah, it certainly is thoughtless. And especially I find, I find thoughtlessness when associated with depictions of violence 
like you have to be thoughtless in a very specific way. You have to be th- correct. You have to be thoughtless with intent. Uh, I yes. think one of the best movies of the 21st century that is just unsung is a Clive Owen picture called Shoot 'Em Up. Oh my god! There you go. <laughs> Shoot 'Em Up is a national treasure. That movie's all right. <laughs> that movie is fucking glorious because it explicitly like man fuck John Wick give me shoot him up any day of the week and he is he is explicitly the movie positions Clive Owen as just Bugs Bunny at the beginning of it like he is chewing on a carrot and then absurdity ensues so thoughtlessness is not necessarily part of it it's just but like th- that army of two sort of perspective just like mm-hmm. look how fucking cool guns are bro yeah. bang bang like, yeah. Yeah. look how cool and tough Jason Todd is when yeah. he's murdering exactly. these guys yeah. exactly like if, if it wants to be serious Sam that's fine that's fine that's yeah. fine I, I, I find the equation the equation of toughness and manliness and what is all that is masculine with guns tying tying murder to masculinity fucking repulses me there it is yeah 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 because like like you, you talk about serious sam and like that is a game that makes shooting and blowing stuff up look and seem very cool because yeah. it's, oh, right? it's so the, the, fun. It's, you're just a, a dude with no head, but has two bombs in his arms, just rushing at you, going, and you just backpedal. Ah! And, yeah, and and like stuff blows up. It's great, but yeah, like and you know, even the main character is kind of like a Duke Nukemy, not like he's not like crass like Duke Nukem is, but he's definitely '90s era big buff dude, black hair mullet thing. But yeah, it doesn't. Ha- it's it's the tone of it is much more cartoon much more like heightened reality versus gotham knights which is the like yeah gu- like guns are cool but in like like the guy who has the punisher flag with the blue right. there on it. Yes. There yes. it is. you know what i mean like it's it's all mm-hmm. it's all context and tone is yeah. is is what sets that apart because like those arkham games have a very specific milieu they have a very yes. specific like everything's dark everything's rainy everything is like very mm. serious. even when it's like like hyper comical it's still very very po-faced yes and and and, and self-serious like it's yes congra- it's it all of those games are very congratulatory right of how serious they're taking everything. which mm-hmm. when you're playing as like it's still it's it's ridiculous in like a early 2010s hot topic kind of way <laughs> but like when you're playing as batman it's fine because even though he breaks every bone in a guy's body he's not killing them like they're fine yeah you know yeah. like he ultimately batman's goal is not to murder people it is to stop bad guys from doing bad things and it's like, put it's them like back Kazuma in jail Kiryu. it's like Kazuma yeah. Kiryu and Yagusa. Yeah. yeah like Kazuma Kiryu will take a man's head and like shove it into a mailbox and close the mailbox 10 Ka- times Kazuma Kiryu will shoot a helicopter with a pistol until it blows up but they don't die but they don't but like that's the c- thing like, canonically they, they, he has not killed a man <laughs> he's never killed a man you get you get to the end of Yakuza 6 and it's like the entire idea 
idea, like the the emotional climax is that, oh my god, Kazuma Kiryu might choose to kill someone. Motherfucker, I saw him flip over a rocket-propelled grenade, and then that grenade blew a bunch of people up. Hey, that's not... He, he's killed many people. He's killed many people. No, it's fine. No, he's <laughs> that. that when um, Batman ran over yeah, that dude I, with with the Arkham Knight car, have you guys have you guys they encountered out fine. this feeling? Have you guys gotten like Susan? Have you had a moment where you've encountered something that maybe in the past you would have been more amenable to, but it was just oh, absolutely, Ab- absolutely, in many different thematic directions mm-hmm. too. Um, and some of it is uh, because I, I, I'm smarter mm. now. Uh, some of it is like there's sexist stuff I grew up with that I just would have brushed off because, well, that's just how it is. And, and now I'm just like, fuck you, that's how it is. Yeah. You know, I won't deal with that. Um, I, I cannot handle any kind of media in which someone's spouse dies. Interesting. That's fascinating. I, ca- I can't take it. I cannot take it. Wouldn't have bothered me before, except now I've been married for 15 years and I kind of like the person. Sure. So, you know, like like that kind of stuff. Like my life situation has changed or I've been. But also a lot of it is because it, in games, with regard to games, it's just been there done that mm. i don't need to play another version of whatever yeah it is. yeah right like it's just my time is finite my attention is finite i only want to play things that interest me now and maybe that's interest because it's something new and fresh or maybe it strikes me as a a, a new version of gameplay mechanic mm. i enjoy you know it's a new survival sim or it's a new whatever I'm not wasting my time. I also, and it has to be said, I don't feel like I have to prove myself by being able to speak about every motherfucking game that comes out. I am more confident about who I am with regard to playing video games that I don't have to be able to say, oh yeah, no, I totally played and complete. I haven't played Halo since Halo 3 and I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I, okay? I, I, I feel like... Uh... Get, continuing to enjoy anything in life, not just games or films or or going outside, uh, you have to get to a place in your life where you're comfortable saying out loud and admitting with utter confidence, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know yes, yes, I don't know. yes. That's a hugely important thing to learn in life. It's very important. I, 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 yeah. I think most people don't take the time to... Have that teachable moment. Uh, (laughs) Dave, how about you, man? I mean, like, when I brought this up uh, earlier before the show, you were like, uh, this all day. Like, this all day for you. Yeah, I mean, like, there was a time when I was like, yeah, like, I played Call of Duty games because they were the big blockbuster thing to do. And I mean, like, for a mindless kind of Michael Bayan sort of experience... They were fun popcorn stuff, especially like the modern warfare ones were like, they were fun. And then, you know, you peel back any layer of that onion and suddenly like I, I, if I find it very difficult to play just a straight up first person shooter these days, unless there's some other context, like something like Metro where it's more like Mm. you're running around uh, and like 
trying to survive and there's other stuff going on there's monsters like like person-on-person shooting games i can't do um i also can't do the like zombie everyone's fucking hating each other kind of shit type (laughs) games you know like the whole walking dead thing like i just i don't need that kind of nihilism like i i i understand that i can be a cynical person as far as my point of view of the way things currently are but i'm also fundamentally an optimist uh so when i play something like i tried to play days gone just because i was looking for like just i just wanted like Mm -hmm. an open world game just mm-hmm. just something that I haven't played before, just to check it out. You wanted to climb the tower. You want to climb yeah, the tower. Yeah, Sometimes and you like climb yeah. tower. within just the first hour of that game, I was just like, nope, <laughs> nope. I know where this is going. I could see from a mile away that like man's inhumanity to man is the message here. It's not the zombies. I can't do it. I'm out. Yeah, dude. No. I like. I I, I think I talked to you guys about like a couple of months ago. I read Station Eleven. I read that book and Mm. was just like i can't if i read one more story about like well this is how we avoided the cannibals like i'll throw myself out the fucking window like well because the thing is is like the 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 scenario that they talk about like when crisis happens that's not what happens it's people come together to help each other that's what happens No, they don't. Well, I mean, now we all know what happens. Yeah, like, well. We are recording this in 2022. We know yeah. what happens. People just keep being people. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's there's unfortunately not a significant change. Uh, but, like, that, that's neither here nor there. I, like, I don't know, man. I, I guess... This goes, Susan. I think you're onto something when you're like, like you don't, you don't see the creativity or the care. Yeah, and I think care is almost more important than creativity. Yeah, like there needs to be a heart and there needs to be a purpose. And you know what? Like I know it might seem stupid to per- people, but like there's a person. There's 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 a, a purpose behind something like Devil May Cry. You know, like where you mm-hmm. pull out two pistols and then you shoot a ant with a demon's head into the air and then you switch to a guitar and bat it into a wall and then the pistols make you fly there's there's a vision there's a hell of a vision 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 is the word vision. yeah there's a vision and dave you talk about michael bay um i was just talking to my wife last night about my favorite line in the rock speaking of like jerry bruckheimer michael baytown and you know everybody when they're like what do you like in the rock there's always like winners go home and fuck the prom queen fuck that yeah that's not the best line the best line in that entire movie is right before nicholas cage shoots a missile into a guy's chest yeah it's the mercenary and he's like do you ever listen to elton john my favorite line in the entire movie is the guy going i don't listen to soft shit and then fucking gotham knights is some soft ass shit it is it is soft ass shit masquerading as being a big man because he's got two guns and fuck that yeah yeah you, you want you, you want to get wrecked go play live alive yeah a, super, a <laughs> super nintendo game from 1996 that shook me to my core it's so good <laughs> yeah i i see like like even without that gun trailer i saw gotham knights and saw nothing Mm. Mm. all i saw was superhero 
four player co-op grimdark like like bullets on a spreadsheet you know and like not bullets to, on a spreadsheet like not yeah like not like not that there aren't people who care about that game that they're making but it's like that's that's what that is you know at, at a certain dollar amount that's what yeah. it has to be yeah it's a shame you know that that studio made some silly shit with a vision back in the day i don't know if you guys ever played prototype but that prototype was prototype was 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 it had it <laughs> it is very it is very much of its age yes yes it is very that time but it wanted to be something yeah 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 you know it was it was reaching for the stars it was you know? i i don't i i i do not want to imply and I hope this is not how this came across. I do not want to imply that the devs working on Gotham Knights don't give a shit. I'm, I don't also, think that's I'm, true. I'm also not saying that. I'm not saying that. Like, but what I do think is that for a not insignificant amount of the target audience, as long as you got people wearing the right costumes, mm-hmm. they will not care. Yeah. Yeah. I want my action figures to fight. I want my action figures to fight. Yup. Give me give me the costume from this one obscure issue from, you know, nine from 2002 and then it will be the game of the year. <sighs> Guys, everyone listening, don't play Gotham Knights. Go watch Harley Quinn if you need these characters. If you need these characters. Yeah, watch. we'll watch them until Discovery Plus decides that they want to remove it for tax reasons. For tax Jesus fucking Christ. Destroyed a beautiful thing because of tax purposes. It might have sucked. Oh, the bad. Oh, the movie? movie? I have no doubt. No, that, 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 like, that, I I just mean, like, I mean, they're removing stuff from the network that exists now. They have have been for a while. I went to go look for a, a, a show. That I that I knew was there. They they used to have a, a pretty decent selection of British mysteries. That whole thing had been gutted. Oh all man, yo, yeah. all right, related. And that was months ago. So, Susie, how you were like? There are things that I like enjoyed in the past and see mm-hmm. like now when like the misogyny is just fucking too much. Mm. So I watched Batman '89 for the first time in about twenty years the other day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was watching it, and I was like, this movie's pretty good. Like I, in my memory, like it was really corny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, there's the scene where Bruce Wayne goes to Vicky Vale's apartment to like tell her he's Batman, and she's like, like being like, I don't know what your fucking problem is, man. Like I can't. I don't know why I hung out with you. I don't know why I slept with you. You're a jerk. And Michael Keaton puts his hand in the middle of her chest and pushes her down. And he goes, look, you're a nice girl. And you're very smart. But shut up. And I was like, whoa! 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 And you're like supposed to think that's the cool guy. Our our hero, ladies Uh and gentlemen. Yeah. Hey, I. Yeah. Oh man, I was like, Joker doesn't even put his hands on her. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. 
Yeah. Woo! Uh, speaking of things that you revisit in the past and you're like, whoa, misogyny. No, nah, it's the PC Engine Mini. <laughs> Dave Roberts. Yay. Dave Roberts. Let's talk about something uh, I, that is light and joyful. I got one. We're going to bring it home. Yeah. I don't know. I, I found myself, I'm, I've grown re-obsessed with my mini consoles. Like, I've got my mister. I built my little iPad LCD screen thing. It's great. So um, how, how, before, how did this yeah. happen? Because uh, you, like, made your little weird, it's not a, a, a real TV. It feels like a real TV. And, like, you've got your mister thing. But, like how why 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 what why 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 do anything why does anyone do anything anthony (laughs) because they want to no i it was it's so the story behind the ipad screen was i think it was like last year or the year before someone who was big into the mister scene was like hey i picked up like a cheap ipad 3 screen off of aliexpress and i hooked it up to the mister and it works really well <laughs> and and then like they talk to the guy who runs the project who actually put in um like official video scaling options for it so it like officially supports the four by three screen at the proper resolution to like 3k i think is what they called it but it's like 1538p it's it's a weird result but it's it's the same resolution as the retina ipad from the like ipad 3 or whatever and then someone was like, oh, well, when you buy the screen, it literally is just a screen attached to a driver board and like ribbon cables. And you have to kind of like build a thing yourself. And this guy who runs like a 3D print thing to help people, like if you buy one of the ODEs, the like the optical drive emulators for like a Saturn or something, he makes these little 3D printed gadgets that go in and make it so it's easier to put the the memory card in. Anyway, he's like, oh, well, I could just make a thing that looks like an old CRT television. You put the screen in that, you put the speakers in it, You it has a little spot to house the driver board. So you close it up, it looks like a completed little thing. So I've I've been wa- I've been eyeing it for a while, and then I finally saw he had some like uh, mistake prints available mm. for the TV for oh, like sixty percent off. He was like, yeah, like like uh, oh, you know, this might have some minor defects on the front. I got it. There's like a scratch on the back of it. It's perfect. <laughs> I got it for like twenty bucks, uh, and nice. then yeah, and then bought the bought the screen and everything for it. And yeah, I have a, I have a, I have a question. Yeah. Hang on. Where do you, are are you, like, do you follow these people on Twitter? Are you in forums? Like, where is this information coming from? A combination of Twitter and Discord. So there's a, there's a classic gaming Discord where basically, like, a lot of the Mr. People hang out, a lot of the analog people hang out, a lot of the other, like, got it. Sort of like, uh, cottage industry types like hey i made a memory card that holds like you could put a gigabyte's worth of playstation one memory card data on here why would you do that i don't know you can do it uh yeah um stuff like that like all kinds of like like the the scalers and stuff all that stuff is in there so like if if you need question on like if you have a question on how to set something up new developments like patch notes get dropped in there it's a really good way to keep up with like everything surrounding like mister and all that stuff uh and yeah like just 
seeing people talk about it going like, and then, you know, someone does it and then they show pictures of it and you're like, Oh, I want to do that. <laughs> so I, so I did it. Um, and it's like, it's really cool. The, the one, the, the cool thing that I found, uh, is that the super Nintendo classic and the Nintendo classic don't have this option, Oh, that's but because, interesting. but because M2 are weirdos, uh, and I didn't realize this at the, because like a lot of emulators and, um, stuff like the the Genesis Mini and the PC Engine Mini will have a widescreen option, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're playing on an HD TV, all it does is take this four by three image, this original thing that was meant for a CRT, and just stretches it out to fit mm, the entire screen. Yeah. And you do that, you're like, it's like it's like motion smoothing on on a movie, right? You're <laughs> just like, why why would you do this? This is absurd. But apparently, if you set it that way to 16 by 9 and hook it up to a 4 by 3 source like the screen or even a CRT if you find a way to scale the oh, if you're a true weirdo and have a digital to analog converter and convert it to a CRT signal that widescreen image actually gets smushed to the proper 4 by 3 ratio so it fills the screen perfectly oh what yeah it's so yeah like the 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 menus for the PC engine mini that I've been playing on this iPad screen are there's they're squished but like once you get into a game perfect 4x3 fills no up the whole thing that's so and, weird yeah and the iPad screen has like a frame of lag huh like not a millisecond like like a frame it's ridiculous how responsive it is. I like I'm I just have it on my desk. It's like I I I put it on during like the PC Engine Mini has an attract mode that'll just cycle through the games and I put it on and just have it I, on in the background. I, I got that machine. I like I wasn't a real like I'm gonna get all the mini things. Like I didn't get the NES uh classic when that came out. Um uh but I immediately signed up for the PC engine mini because uh I've like hold it up again because like i just love i love the way that machine looks and that's what the real thing looked like that's like, like here's exact... an analog pocket like this is great radio but like great radio. this is the yeah. like a game boy sized device and you have this tiny little but I, um yeah which is funny like the the turbo graphics mini which is like the american version of that uh like like there are like unboxing videos where they hold up the turbo graphics mini next to a real turbo graphics it's like this isn't really a mini it's like <laughs> maybe like three quarters of the size of the the actual thing which is pretty funny but no like so I picked this up. Like I had I had the NES Classic and the Super Nintendo Classic. I picked up a PS Classic for super cheap a while back. Like they're just clearing them out. Mm-hmm. And like it sucks. Like it sucks more than just because of the like the way the technical reasons. It's just like it's an uninspired list of games, right? Yeah. It's like like you you've got Metal Gear and Final Fantasy and like yeah, Twisted Metal is on there, but like the problem is is that you're not going to get Tony Hawk because mm-hmm. of the licensing mm-hmm. and you're not going to get the weird shit because Jim Ryan don't care about the yeah. weird shit. So you're, yeah, you're not going to get, so it's just like destruction derby <laughs> too extreme. <laughs> like, you know, you're just okay. Okay. Like intelligent cube is cool, but again, it's just like, I don't know. Uh, but once you hack it, you can do whatever you want with it. It's actually pretty cool. Did you hack uh, the PC engine mini? By you can't, case? you cannot. 
what the the group that has hacked stuff like the genesis mini like i guess like a bunch of covid stuff happened to the group and they had to oh. they had to they had to basically like life took over you know because a lot of people do this stuff in their wow. spare time and it's yeah. just like yeah they're like we're not sure if or when it's ever going to happen and because it's like they released the pc engine slash turbo graphics in such limited quantities it probably won't happen i don't think I, I think someone, someone else like, is gonna, someone else is gonna have to pick it up. It's not a Susan. Did you have a Turbo Graphics by any chance? In like no, um, at any it's point? one of the few I didn't have. Uh, I like. I, I, it's not what I would consider like a, a truly perfect collection for the platform. Like you want, like, but like the problem is, is the platform is so fucking weird. Like, it's, yeah, it's yeah, so weird yeah and yeah i I just i will say as someone who like because i never again like i'll I'll, like susan i didn't have one of these growing up Mm -hmm. uh i i but going through this list of games in here i could totally see a future where instead of going over to a friend's house where he had a genesis and i had a nintendo and being like blown away he had a turbo graphics i had an nes and being blown away and then getting one of those for Christmas instead of a Genesis. Just because it is like when you place this in the context of the era that it came out in, which is 89. So right around when the Genesis launched in Japan and two years before the Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. NES was like dominant in the market. And this thing comes out and just like the sprites are so big and the music there's just there's so much more like there's more audio channels like this animation is just better quality um and then you get started getting into like the cd add-on stuff and it's like they didn't go the gimmicky route with like the sega cd where they're like oh we're gonna make a bunch of fmv mini game or games like night trap you know just like stuff that's like fun curiosities but like they're not actually fun to play they were just mm-hmm. like, what if we make good video games and just put like CD quality music mm-hmm. and voice acting? Um, and it's just, it's meant that a lot of these games have like, f- they feel like they hold up like now. Yeah. Uh, Cause I've, again, I haven't played like, I mean, I, I might've played like bonks once or twice before, but like mm-hmm. stuff like e- I've been playing ease one. It's so head empty. No thoughts. You just bonk into people and then they disappear. It's great. Um, it And the thing about it is that it is, I think, the most, like the, like you said, the, the library may not be the most representative of the, the total library, but as a package, as a like window into how to experience a PC engine virtually, I think hands down is the best. Mm. Uh, and it does this because so there are two sections in the menu. There's a turbo graphics section and a PC engine section. And this way, this is why I also got the Japanese version because the American version is like 300 bucks now. You can't get it. Yeah. Wow. It's, it, yeah. Cause they, they made like, again, they got coveted and released mm. like limited quantities only. You could only get it through Amazon. It was like very limited pre-order stuff. The price of it never went down. You can still get a PC engine mini pretty easily. Like you just go at Amazon Japan and get it for retail. Like mm. it's, it's not hard. Ah. The, the nice thing about it, though, is the way that they handled the library is that other than maybe one or two games between the TurboGrafx version and the PC Engine version, they have the same games. 
Yeah. And what they do is there are two sides in the menu. There's the TurboGrafx section, which has like 20 American games. And then the PC Engine side, which has like 25 Japanese games. And there's some overlap. So like you'll get the Japanese version of Dungeon Explorer and the American version of Dungeon Explorer. But because the PC Engine library is so shooter heavy, it's so like action game heavy, a lot of the Japanese games, you don't need to know Japanese to play it. Mm-hmm. You just play it. Sure. Um, and the ones like the, the only one that I'm like, you got like the, the, the Japanese version of Snatcher is on here. I hate, I hate, but there's no, the Engli- there's no English version of Snatcher on the TurboGrafx CD. So it's it, not on it here. Just haunts me. It, yeah. So Dave, that I have, I say, I say I'm not the mini console guy. I have a pre-order for the Sega Genesis mini two. Yeah, me too. That, well, I mean, that's what really inspired me to start like diving back into this stuff and pick this one up because they put that out or they're going to put it out and it's the Model 2 of the Genesis, which is the version that I had growing up. But I just am like, hold, like, and, I'm, like I'm caking it on faith that Snatcher oh, the, will be in there. The, the, yeah, they're, they're going to put Snatcher. Well, I mean, the Japanese lineup so far... You're just like, oh man, they better put, like Lunar One and Two is on the Japanese lineup. Powerful Males on the lineup, and you're just like, they better get the rights to these. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, like that, and I wish. I don't know. I feel like a lot. I mean, a lot of people talk about this whole mini console thing as a fad, and I think like for most people, that fad is over, right? Mm-hmm. Like Nintendo was really the only one to capitalize on it because it's Nintendo. Genesis came out with the mini, and I think they did okay, but like stock sat around a lot more. Than yeah, it did came came the- and went, and the, yeah. the PlayStation was a disaster. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just total like like they had to clear those things out at like twenty dollars. They wanted a hundred for it at launch, uh, and so this new one that they're making. Uh, I actually read an interview. They wanted to do a Saturn or a Dreamcast Mini, but they, they couldn't because yeah, they, it's, they, because the part shortage makes it so hard to yeah. Mm. yeah. So they had to do a Genesis Mini too. It's a the system they're using is a little beefier, so they can put the Sega CD games on it. But the way the way they're doing this is so weird. So it's not being handled distributed by Sega of America. It's being distributed by Sega of Japan. You buy it on Amazon.com. The American but Amazon's website. not shipping it. <laughs> like, Amazon USA is not shipping it. Amazon right. Japan is shipping it through Amazon.com. <laughs> so you don't get prime shipping. Shipping is $20. And there's no pre-order price guarantee. And because of the yen to US dollar exchange rate, the price fluctuates every single day. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, when I when the pre-orders went up, I pre-ordered it and it locked it in at $103. A couple days later, I checked it again. It was like 130. It, the, it was well, it was like 102. That's very And now silly. I think it's up to 105. <laughs> like so like just a couple bucks here, but it's it's very funny the way the way that they're handling this. That's so Um But yeah, I don't know. I I like them. I want more of them. I think that, like, even someone who like really appreciates original hardware, even or even just the Mister, it's expensive. This mm. shit is like mm. I like I, I I as a thought experiment, I took a look at the list of games on this PC Engine Mini, and just looked at the cost of what a loose cart or CD 
of the games that in this library, library that that would be that would easily hit like five grand to eight grand pretty quick yeah so like chu man fu which is it's a fun puzzle game but it is just like a little puzzle game 112 dollars loose for the u.s version yep. uh east book one and two 150 dollars total value of everything's like close to four grand and that's just for like loose copies yeah. of game it's ridiculous um and it's telling that like the accessories for this are also like if you want the official power brick for the PC Engine Mini, you're coughing up eighty dollars because it didn't come with one. Uh, if you want the official an extra controller for the PC Engine Mini, uh, which I picked one up when Amazon was clearing them out last year because I wanted one for the Mister, they are now selling for one hundred and eighty dollars. What? Oh, I might yeah. sell mine. Holy yeah. shit! <laughs> yeah, look it up. I ended up picking up one of the eight bit dough wireless ones those are they actually kind of like it better than the original mm. like the ones that it comes with because it's just it's really light and there's no wire but. i don't i don't know if you guys know this about me i can speed run bonk's adventure oh fun. it's not like a crazy like like it's i discovered this by accident um my house had a turbo graphics 16 my father's house uh it wasn't it, this wasn't like a fun fact um anyway they, there were some uh let's say emotionally complex things tied up in the existence of this machine in, in my father's <laughs> house uh but um we only had like we only had two games we had uh mm. we had we had box adventure and uh at Go- <laughs> legendary x2 not to be conf- confused with golden x but Bonk's adventure, I got so good at it that I forgot that, that you could play it like a normal person. <laughs> and, uh, I was at a, a friend's play. I was at a fr- a group of friends uh, who were all game people in New York back in 2015, and we like my my buddy like busted out the Turbo Graphics and all his hit games. He has an almost complete U.S. collection. Oh, and fun. I was like, put in Bonk's Adventure. And he's like, why? I was like, we're going to shut this down in about 25 minutes. <laughs> and I can play it, like, the way I play it, it's almost like Balloon Fight. Bonk never touches the ground. You just stay in the air. <laughs> Always. You don't ever land. And when an enemy appears, you hit the enemy so it will just propel you into air and you just basically fly over the whole game <laughs> nice uh it's delight make a video and submit it to speedrun.com i'm so my time that night was in 2015 i was six minutes off of the world record wow <laughs> which you know six minutes in, in speed running world like that's you might as well be a thousand years away uh, yeah but for but, no practice and no none of the like known strats that people use to that's just skip a, half the game that's just the way i do it <laughs> just the way i just i like that bonk i like a guy that eats meat and turns into frankenstein um susan did you ever get any of these things did you get like a, Sna- a super nintendo mini or no because I, so. I still have my super nintendo right. so yeah. i i got i got the super nintendo mini at one point because i was like oh this is like a nice way that like my child can mess around yeah. with these games mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah we're not like, there yet i like like i think the mister is 
once you get it set up, is pretty straightforward to use, but it's not pretty, mm. you know? Like, the menus for... And there's also something to be said about having just a curated list of, here are 30 games. You right. don't yeah. like, don't worry about the rest of the library. You will not pick a game if you have access to everything. Uh, so... So like that's really cool, and I also really like the the one other thing that that I really love about this that like has made it my favorite one is that the, the all the little touches that like try to make it feel like you're actually taking the little cue card the cart and putting it in the system like you just see like a little virtual version with the the label on it and it slots into the machine and clicks in and then it turns on or if there's a cd the cd little reader comes up and you hear the cd spinning in the drive yeah that and, that the m2 those guys are madmen. the the yeah. sound of the cd reader motor that plays yeah. in this machine where it's like like very it's perfect very beautiful <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and like it's just it, it's it's been it's been fun because it is a it's one of those things where it's like I've always wanted to dive in, and if you don't know where to start, it's like where do you what do you do? Like I mean, you could go to a website and like top ten, top ten best Turbo Graphics ever <laughs> or whatever, but like just here's you won't here's leave yeah. yeah, and all all the games that they show are like eight hundred dollars. But yeah. but you pick this up and it's just like here's here's forty games from the beginning to the end of the it's got all like all kinds of weird stuff like the super graphics get a couple of those are in here yeah which is like that's a whole debacle um no I I get why they don't make more because everything is crazy right now mm-hmm. and I think also Nintendo has realized that it can just use Nintendo Switch online. To, yep. to get the same thing out of it now uh and they released those like little handheld things because the, i'm sure that the the little like game and watch stuff that they've made th- that hardware is much cheaper to produce than mm-hmm. the super nintendo classic was for sure um but i don't know i just i want more i like i'm not the kind of person that like likes to collect physical games but i still want something to collect you know, I still want something that represents this thing that I enjoy, uh, and this fills the need. Because it's like if I want to play an original experience on close to original hardware, I've got the Mister. I can hook that up to my CRTV. I'm good. I don't need to start buying Super Nintendo cartridges yeah. again and yeah. replacing all the batteries and replacing capacity. I'm just I'm, well, the- I enjoyed it, but also like it's just yeah, it's. That era is over. It's too much. That era is over. over. Also, maybe just play something more recent. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I do. I got so. I I I got so hackers too. I think these are. I I love the idea behind these. Um, I am not. I do not have a solution to easily just plug them into a TV. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, like, hmm, you know, I'd really... I, but also, none of them are going to have the weird-ass games yeah, that I want right. in them. So, yeah, like, when, when you know, Dreamcast... They're all, like, basic bitch territory, which is what they should be. Yeah. They should be that core set of games. Yeah. And it is absolutely wonderful to teach your kids. Yeah. It's fantastic for that. I ain't got kids. You're not, you're not going to... You're also... You're not... When the Dreamcast Mini happens, Cosmic Smash isn't it. It's just not. It's not going to be there. Nah, yeah. Should yeah. be. No. Should be. 
It won't be. Yeah, I, like I would. I would. Here's. Is Jack Grind Radio going to be in it with the right music? Is Crazy Taxi going to be in it with the right music? Like these are the questions that I would have, and the answer is always going to be no. Yeah. It's not going to be the thing that that I want. So, because I'm weird. Is Illusion of Gaia on the Super Nintendo one? No, no, no. no. And of course I, not. Well, I have hope for the future of Illusion of Gaia. I do, because that Act Razor remake happened, and like mm. more than ten people bought it, and that's <laughs> that's the first time in since two thousand eight that any of the games by Quintet got re-released in any way, shape, or form. So I think since the Wii Virtual Console, since right? The Wii Virtual Console, man, Illusion of Gaia. What a weird. What a weird, beautiful game! It's a good. I love it's it. So good. good. It's. I just love it. I love so it. Good. I, Still have someone, it. someone brought up the point about Live Alive that like, the thing about that game, is it makes especially like if you've never played it before because a lot of people haven't. It was only fan translation. <laughs> Nobody yeah. did. Is it <laughs> yeah. makes you realize how good Super Nintendo games actually are. Mm-hmm. That it's not like it's a mm-hmm. lot. Like there's a lot of nostalgia in all of this, right? Sure, of course, but. Sometimes, like, I have no, like, I've never played Ease 1 before. I'm having a blast with it. And, I, like, a lot of Super Nintendo games are the same. I, I think you could, if someone has proper expectations, you could put them in front of Illusion of Gaia, and they would be like, this is cool. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's, like, that's that's the kind of thing that I really like about these. They're never going to get that weird. But, okay, like, I think that, like, the Mini 2 has a... Probably end up with a few curveballs. I was just gonna say the, mi- it, the mini two is gonna be the first chance we have for like weird. I think, but it's also Dave. It speaks very much to this niche of gaming that you really enjoy, yeah. which is you know how these things work and how you get them to look and feel the way they did when you played them on the original mm-hmm. hardware. So I think that that's definitely a non-zero amount of the appeal for you. Mm-hmm. More than just, now I have this collection of games in my hand. Yeah, for sure. Well, Dave, who who caused this collection to be in your hand? <laughs> Who's res- wow. Yes! <laughs> that was elegant. There it is. Wordsmithery, you know. Yes. <laughs> Who did it? Who done it? Uh, who who done who done who it? Done it? Uh, congratulations, you done it. The patrons, uh, patreon.com slash continue podcast. Uh, for those of us who back us at the ten dollar level, I shout you out now. Uh, here's the list. I'm looking at it. Okay, Josh, Jamie, Souza, John, Belf, Toast, Adam, Gauntlet, Adam, uh, Michael, Coffee, The Fancy Manatee, Stormshot, Double Taco, Matthew, Peters, Denton, Brock, Gluttony, One of Seven, Eric, Van Quill, Frank, Sands, Tyler, Nilsson, Shane, Nilsson, Yaddle, Ryan, Brady, Jacob, Christos, Chris, Cook, Skip, Tippity, Canonical, Tom, Coveney, and Nick, Rugen. Thank you, you guys. Thank you all so very much because you, you help us do our show and that is very meaningful to me personally so thank you yes you are the real raucous breast explosion backers i <laughs> you know i saw them on their last tour wasn't that <laughs> yeah, i know it ever wasn't... since the original yeah. guitarist left it's just not yeah, it's not the it's same just not there it's not yeah. the same no guys then... and the tickets were way overpriced i, I... Like if you were if you're one of our listeners who doesn't back the show or participate in the Discord, you're you're missing out. I gotta say, I love our Discord. It makes me really happy. 
Our Discord is really phenomenal. We have a home and garden channel in our Discord now. I adore. It's very, yeah. It's, um, yeah, it matters. It's a good thing. You can go to patreon.com slash continue podcast and back us. That allows us to do things like play uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 and marvel at all the pants. Um, or or try things like Stray and get most of the way through and be like, fuck this. Um, and it, that matters. Uh, hugely pays for the server cost of the show as well. If you can't back mm. us, share the show. Send it to your parents. They'll hate it and that'll delight us. Um, <laughs> do, do it like a like a '90s video game commercial, or your parents will hate it. <laughs> what do you think of oh, this? Wow. There's an explosion. Wow. I didn't know it would end be a podcast like that. Then like a <laughs> little dog comes in. Okay, yeah. Um, your parents don't understand. <laughs> uh, Here's a song about it. <laughs> As for me, you can follow me on Twitter. Whereas my wife said recently, I work things out. Uh, my, my handle is A. John Agnello. Susan, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Susan Arndt, or you can find me on Substack, where in my semi-regular newsletter channel surfing, I write about TV and movies, and I am probably going to write next about that Sandman Netflix series. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sandman. Um, I didn't know until recently that Pat Oswalt was Matthew. That's good casting. He's fantastic. That's good casting right there. He's great. And I discovered uh, the Raven, because uh, he voices a Raven, Matthew, uh, is a live Raven. Oh, no shit. It's not a CG yeah, Raven? Yeah, it's an actual bird. Wow. It, it's an actual heart. bird. Um, it, and it's... Because I was like, wow, this animation is phenomenal. <laughs> this CGI is and really good for like, Netflix. Well, the thing... Because birds especially ravens move in a very specific way and i was like man they they nailed it they got the head movements of a raven down i'm really impressed yeah it's because it's a real bird <laughs> a real bird dave where can people find the real bird truth the uh, real bird oh, the, real, <laughs> the real bird truth <laughs> I, the bird truth there uh, i i'm the one saying the birds are real so People don't want to hear that just yet. No, you find where is the birth certificate for these birds? <laughs> making the water's making the birds gay. Uh, no, you can find me on Twitter at David uh, David Robots. Uh, you can also find me. Um, I was on a podcast uh, with some old friends of mine called Normandy FM. Oh wow! Uh, they they do like like a like a book reading series but for video games they've done mass effect and this i am on an episode about cyberpunk 2077 uh it's on their patreon feed right now but it'll be on their live feed september i think oh normandy fm i get it yeah normandy like mass effect yeah fm i get it yeah i get they're cool guys good show all right everybody don't let the bird conspiracy get you down we'll see you in two (laughs) weeks farewell (laughs) Bye!